Hey, this is Anne Marie, and you are on the corner of Lunacy and Nutcracker Street. I have a quote of the day. Today is June 10th, 2020. Memorable year, I think we can all agree. And the quote is by Maurice Sendak. Today is his birthday, the author of Where the Wild Things Are. Um, his birthday is June 10th, 1928, and he passed May 8th, 2012. And the quote is this. There must be more to life than having everything. And that's your quote of the day. Here are your daily horoscopes, June 10th, 2020, by Nancy Black for Linda Black Horoscopes. Aries, today's a seven. Adapt to an unexpected team change. Handle basic responsibilities to support your shared endeavor. Experience proves especially useful. Others appreciate your efforts. Collaborate. Taurus, today's a seven. Take charge to navigate an unscheduled change at work. A professional opportunity is worth pursuing. Develop options that move your heart. Strengthen infrastructure. Gemini, today's a seven. Watch for a pitfall with your investigations. Uh, Stay flexible. Look sharp. Expand your understanding of a subject you love. Indulge your intellectual curiosity. Cancer, today's an eight. A financial obstacle confronts a shared venture. Gather basic information. Find creative ways to conserve resources. Check intuition with data. Collaborate to adapt. Leo today is an eight. Together, you can manage this challenge. Your discipline is admirable. Put aside the small stuff and focus on shared priorities. Love is your superpower. Virgo, today's a seven. Prioritize physical health and vitality. Follow rules and guidelines carefully. Get support when needed. Slow to avoid accidents. Meditate to reduce stress or anxiety. Recharge. Libra, today's a six. Romantic ideals don't always match reality. A challenge affects your inner circle. Things could get awkward. Maintain a sense of humor. Relax and unwind. Scorpio, today's a seven. Focus on household matters. Order supplies and materials. Budget carefully. Delays and obstacles could hinder a home improvement. Uh, Find creative solutions using the stuff you have. Sagittarius, today's a seven. Keep communication channels flowing. Despite breakdowns or delays, others appreciate your steady efforts Follow rules, directions, and instructions carefully. Take notes. Research for solutions. Capricorn, today's an eight. Stay in action. Despite obstacles, you can generate positive cash flow. Keep fulfilling obligations and performing services. Get terms in writing. Get support when needed. Aquarius, today's a nine. Use your confidence to propel a personal project. Determination and perseverance get through. 
Avoid risky business or expensive distractions. Take action for what you love. And Pisces, today's a six. So you better contemplate your next moves. Revise long-term plans for current realities. Routine provides strength. Peaceful privacy feeds your spirit. Assess this interesting moment. Keep a diary. And those are your horoscopes for June 10th, 2020. If today is your birthday, June 10th, you are strong-willed and possess an excellent mind. You could bring much creativity to the business world or put your creative talents to practical use with great success. You have good people skills. You're able to mix with people from all walks of life with great ease. You are capable of much discipline and your disposition is cool but likable. You are capable of making many sacrifices in love. Famous people born today include Maurice Sendak, Judy Garland, Gina Gershon, Elizabeth Hurley, DJ Qualls, Bill Burr, Gene Triplehorn, Hattie McDaniel, Kate Flannery. For your year ahead, grow financial strength together this year. Build and grow your educational foundations with steady practice. Solve a puzzle with your partner for a gushing income. Taking a joint venture down a new road this summer inspires introspective planning that lays ground for flowering romance. You're building something beautiful. Happy birthday, Gemini! June 10th, today in Rock, 1958, Elvis Presley used his first weekend furlough from the U.S. Army to record A Fool Such As I, I Got Sung, and A Big Hunk of Love at RCA's Nashville Studios. In 1966, the Beatles released The Single Rain, their first song to use the reverse tape effect and that would later stir up the Paul McCartney death hoax. That same day, that same year, Steve Marriott of The Small Faces collapsed while performing on UK TV show Ready Steady Go. The group was forced to cancel the following week's gigs. In 1967, four different things happened on the same day. Stevie Wonder's I Was Made to Love Her it was released in the US and it would climb to number two there. The Beatles, Sgt. Pepper, Lonely Hearts Club Band started a 23-week run at number one on the UK album chart. The LP also topped the Billboard Hot 200 chart for 15 weeks, won the Grammy Award for Album of the Year, and would eventually sell over 30 million copies worldwide. Ringo Starr would later comment a bunch of songs and you stick two bits of pepper on it And it's a concept album. It worked because we said it worked. 
That day, Jimi Hendrix is denied entry to London's Botanical Gardens because people in fancy dress aren't allowed. And also, that day, after selling over 356 copies in the first three weeks after its release, A Whiter Shade of Pale by Procol Harum topped the UK chart. And that song would peak at number five in the US near the end of July. You know, in 2004, the United Kingdom performing rights group Phonographic Performance Limited recognized it as the most played record by British broadcasting of the past 70 years. In 1971, a Jethro Tull concert in Denver is disrupted by police who fire tear gas to quiet the 10,000 plus crowd. The band plays on, even though the keyboardist John Evans can't see his piano through the gas. 1974, The Who began a four-day stay at Madison Square Garden, to which tickets had sold out in 60 hours, a full two months before the concerts. 1978, Olivia Newton-John and John Travolta teamed up to take You're the One That I Want to the top of the Billboard chart. And in the UK, the record would be number one for nine weeks. That same year, Joe Walsh's comic depiction of rock stardom, Life's Been Good, is released. It would become his highest charting solo single, reaching number 12 on Billboard Hot 100. 1982, Mickey Harris of the Shirelles died of a heart attack after a performance in Atlanta, Georgia. She was only 42. 1986, more than 10,000 fans helped the Nitty Gritty Dirt Band celebrate their 20th anniversary at a concert in Denver. 1989, Bette Midler achieved her only U.S. number one record when Wind Beneath My Wings topped the Billboard chart. Although the song would only stay on top for a week, it would win Grammy Awards for Song of the Year and Record of the Year. 1993, Irish singer Sinead O'Connor took out a full-page ad in the Irish Times asking the public to stop hurting me, please. She blamed her troubles on abuse she suffered as a child. O'Connor was still being criticized for ripping up a picture of the Pope during an appearance on Saturday Night Live the previous October. Yes, that really did upset people. And that same year, Jimmy Weston, lead singer of the Dan Lears, passed away. The Brooklyn, New York doo-wop group is most often remembered for their 1958 hit, One Summer Night. 1997, during an induction ceremony for the Songwriters Hall of Fame at the Sheraton New York Hotel, Phil Spector closed his acceptance speech by saying, when I get inducted anywhere, you always think obituary. This will look good in the obituary. 2004, Ray Charles passed away at the age of 73. During his 45-year career, Ray Charles appeared on the U.S. pop charts 77 times, with 33 of those songs making the top 40. He became the first artist to have an album on Billboard's Hot 200 for six decades in a row. 2005, Paul Anka, who lists his residences as both Beverly Hills and Ottawa, was named 
an officer of the Order of Canada by Governor General Adrian Clarkson in a glittering ceremony in Ottawa. 2013, former Journey lead singer Steve Perry revealed that he had recently undergone treatment for melanoma and that his prognosis was good and and he's still with us and all the best to Steve and that is your day in rock. Why did the chicken go to the seance to get to the other side? So, from Showbiz Cheat Sheet by Eric Shaw today, an article. And it's interesting about who's got the top Beatles song in streaming. If you're looking for fans of the Beatles, you're going to find them in any age group, race, and nationality. And if you ask Fab Four fans how they listen to the band's music, you'll find they stream and listen to the original vinyl as well as CDs, tapes, and yes, maybe even 8-tracks. But no matter which type of Beatles fan you meet, you always find the same old debates. Did John Lennon get the best of Paul McCartney in the songwriting department? Or was Quiet Beatle George Harrison's The Band's Secret Weapon? Maybe it was neither. They'd take Ringo over the rest. Those arguments are timeless. And they've carried over into the streaming era where younger fans make up the bulk, though not all, of the audience. And in the latest count, it was a classic song by George that got the best of the Lennon-McCartney songbook. Here Comes the Sun has the most UK digital plays of any Beatles song. In late 2019, official UK charts teamed up with BBC Radio 2 to measure which Fab Four tracks have gotten the most downloads and streams in the digital era. And they found George's Here Comes the Sun, the side two opener on Abbey Road, topping the list. To that point, UK listeners had streamed Here Comes the Sun a whopping 50.3 million times and downloaded it another 164,000 times. Compared to Let It Be, Paul's classic that came in second place, there was not really a contest for top Beatles song in digital spaces. Let It Be checked in with 26 million streams, so that's about half, and 159,000 downloads among the UK streaming public. But if you'd been following Beatles streaming numbers in previous years, these results wouldn't be a big surprise. In late 18, independent IE reported that Here Comes the Sun was the most streamed Beatles song of that year. Let It Be turned up near the top again in third, while Twist and Shout was 2018's second most streamed song in the UK. Since Beatles songs hit streaming services in about 2015, 
Here Comes the Sun has been near or at the top of the pack. In the U.S., George's track placed third in early going in America. Looking at Global Beatles listeners, Here Comes the Sun came in sixth in that first push. But in later years, the classic Harrison track has become the most streamed Beatles song of them all. According to a Forbes report, Spotify counted 350 million global streams of Here Comes the Sun. Downloads no longer seem to play an important factor in the subscription streaming era. All told, Spotify revealed that the Beatles had checked in with 1.7 billion streams. Of those listen, 47% of those streaming were 29 years old or younger. It probably won't surprise George's old school fans, but The Quiet Beatle has as big an audience as ever in the streaming era. And so, hang in there, world. 2020 can't last forever. (laughs) Have a great day, and I'll see you again on the corner of Lunacy and Nutcracker Street.